0: Welcome to the asylum, and now your hosts,
1: Rick Flieger and Rick Briggs.
0: Welcome into the asylum one more time. I am Rick Briggs, and Sad Sacks over there sitting there pouting with his lip hanging down to his knee because <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So we're uh... that was kind of hurtful. <laughs> I'm sure you were, but of course Alejandro Finkelstein and all his talent has brought this together.
1: No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 and, and joined once again here on a friday see here's what happens if you come in and you do anything nice for us at the asylum on a wednesday you're still not elite allowed to leave and william proprietor of the chop shop still here two days later we haven't let him leave yet
0: no we well we can't i mean it's one of those things that if you're going to do a show,
1: you're gonna do them all. Yeah. yeah. Trust me, <laughs> yeah. I know right. it's hey so, so what is it? Uh, at Chaos and Disorder on Twitter, AsylumFantasy dot AsylumFootball at Gmail That's an email I can remember. Can I do a quick air check?
0: Yeah, but I'm I'm kinda glad that you took the duct tape off him when we first
1: came back down tonight because you're starting to get a rash and and, you know starting to smell kinda ripe down here (laughs) to be honest with you. So quick air check, I noticed something as we get back into the fantasy football world. Believe it or not, I went back and listened to last week's Asylum Fantasy Sports Show. Okay. Which was the second in the redo. And so then I went back and listened to the first one. And I came to a startling conclusion. Okay. In 60 minutes of airtime, we had talked about fantasy football for approximately seven minutes. So we may want to do something about that if we're trying to attract that fantasy football crowd back in.
0: Well, we are talking about fantasy football because there are so many injuries that have occurred already in training camp. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. It is a thing. (laughs) And... and it's a disturbing thing, quite frankly.
1: And does it is it more now, or is it just twenty four seven coverage now?
0: Actually, I think it is more. I, I was doing a little bit of research. No, and you yes, worked. believe it <laughs> were or you not, you in the bathroom. That's where prep. I do my research. Show prep, yes. Um, there were well, last year, of course. Obviously, this year there's not statistics, but last twenty twenty. Injuries were up 16% in preseason. Okay. And they have gone up since 2009. They have gone up not completely every year, but, you know, on average, injuries keep mounting. And what you tend to see, MCLs,
1: ACLs,
0: Achilles, that's, that's what it is. It's not the... Of course, everybody has like the, the labrums and the, the meniscus and so forth.
1: I've had a hamstring since the mid 90s personally. Yeah, And exactly. I do nothing.
0: But it's goes back to probably what, two weeks ago we were talking about it. it's these tendons and ligaments. Yeah, the all guys the get time. bigger and stronger
1: and yep. faster, the muscles get bigger. Tig- tig- tigments, yeah, or ligaments. Yeah, those things don't. They don't get any bigger. That's exactly what I'm saying. So I think the big one, What's what the hell's going on in Indianapolis? Carson Wentz, 5 to 12 weeks, going to have some foot surgery. And then a couple days later, the weirdest thing I've ever heard, Quentin Nelson, the, the left guard, the exact same injury with the exact same timeline. And And what's 5 to 12 weeks? That is very, very different. Well, because it's that type of injury, but...
0: Let me put this question to you. False. Do you – No. Because this is what's going to happen. I'm saying it right now. This is what's going to happen. Okay. Do you value um, Jonathan Taylor, Paris Campbell, T.Y. Hilton, any of these guys more or less when Phil Rivers comes back?
1: Oh, it, so it, it's a guarantee. You're I'm bringing telling Phil you, Rivers he's, back.
0: he's coming back. You're
1: not buying into the Pittsburgh narrative that they can't get Mason Rudolph fast enough. Because right. that's what's all over Steelers' Twitter the last couple days. Are, are, okay, you, <laughs> I saw that in the bathroom you're earlier.
0: You're Frank Reich.
1: That would be awesome.
0: Yeah, wouldn't it be? Because we know each other. You'd help me out. You'd let
1: me be a janitor not, there. You know. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe wow. not with your work ethic, but we'll talk about we talked about that on Chaos and the Okay, Disorder. but you're Go Frank Reich. Out.
0: You have a choice. I'm I'm the I'm the owner of the GM. All right, Frank. You can have Mason Rudolph this year or you can have Phil Rivers. Well,
1: that's a dumb one.
0: Well, that's what I think it Nick is.
1: Foles is the question. But I mean there's that history with Reich. Well,
0: I'll tell you what, if if Foles is in the mix, Reich will take him.
1: You think? I think so. Well, I guess they won a Super Bowl together. Exactly. That tends to bond a f- couple <laughs> fellas together, yeah. I suppose. But
0: and, and Frank will take the chance out of Philadelphia. He can actually yeah. play. Maybe
1: look. I think you bring Philip Rivers back. It's kind of status quo of what we saw last year. And I think Michael Pittman continues to grow. I think he's the one you left off the list. Yeah, who you're right. I think he's right. the yep. most important one there. T Y Hilton's going to be T Y Hilton from a fantasy perspective. He's going to be up. He's going to be down. You know, you wonder – it would have been interesting to see with Wentz if he locked in on a new favorite guy when you talk about Paris Campbell and some of these other guys. Because it feels like there's 11 wide receivers on the Colts that some fantasy analyst will try to convince you is the next guy. For me, it's Paris Campbell, whatever. We're not going to sit here and list all those out. If they bring Philip Rivers back in, we saw what Pittman did. He was on on the, and I hope they do for for uh, for uh, blah, 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 Jonathan Taylor's sake, right? He's the one I wonder about. with With Jacob Eason, I have no idea. What Jacob Eason is known to do is hit his back foot and throw it as far as he conceivably can, a la Jameis Winston. He's that type of quarterback. I don't know what that means for Jonathan Taylor, because I think. You're going to see Frank Reich has shown at his time in Philadelphia and last year in Indianapolis, no matter how good of a running back he has at number one, other guys are going to get carries. And they still have that same stable of 47 running backs who, standing alone, could be number one fantasy running backs. So what was going to set Jonathan Taylor apart this year was was receptions. I don't know if Jake, Jacob Eason's that dude. You know, I do think... Cobb probably, you know, I I think so. I'm trying to remember back. But certainly if they bring Phil Rivers back, he gets him involved. You you start to see that escalation. So I wouldn't want to be drafting right now. I wouldn't know what to do with Jonathan Taylor. Because I was ready when we in a couple weeks here when we were going to do our predictions or our rankings, I was ready to put Jonathan Taylor in the top five, you know, with a healthy Carson Wentz. And I was ready to talk about the Colts as a Super Bowl contender. So this is a big-time game changer. Yeah, it is. I have heard or seen on the tweeters or uh, a narrative that almost with this injury, Jonathan Taylor's fallen to the mid-second round. I, I, I don't see that. He may be a now a turn guy, right, you know, 11, 12, 13, somewhere in there. I think he does take a bit of a hit. I, I wouldn't want to draft right now. If they re-sign Phil Rivers, if they bring Foles in, I'm good. I'm going to go ahead and draft Jonathan Taylor where I plan to. If they roll with Jacob Eason, here's what I worry about. We find out they think this is going to be a five-week injury for Carson Wentz, so they don't go and make a move and spend any additional capital or make a trade for Mason Rudolph, which, again, Steelers Twitter told me it can't happen fast enough. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, you know, So they don't bring anybody else in and then it lingers and we get that would be the worst case scenario for me. I kinda wanna know. Either Wentz is going to be back or it's gonna be mid season and and we bring one of these guys in and 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 it's kind of interesting
0: that you bring up like Steelers Twitter, which of course is totally reliable. Well, absolutely. Completely
1: realistic in their expectations. (laughs) Exactly. This guy
0: cannot beat out Dwayne Haskins, but the Colts can't get a hold of him quick enough, right? You buying this Dwayne Haskins hype. Am I buying any of those guys hype? No. I mean, we have an aging quarterback on the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he's backed up by Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins.
1: Yeah, I mean, Mason Uh, Rudolph stinks. We know that. Right. Haskins is an interesting case. Haskins
0: is interesting. He was on a god-awful
1: team. He was really immature on that god-awful team. He was a 15th overall pick. Again, he was a questionable 15th overall pick. True, But... Also, at the same time, I'm tired of reading tweets about everything
0: I've seen so far in training camp and what I've seen in his interviews and so forth. Boy, this kid looks good, saying all the right things, doing all the right things. But, you know, we still have that little questionable pass. Maybe he's learned and I've got another chance. I want to make the most of it. Great. I think if that's the case, it's Mason who?
1: Yeah, yeah. The on the field issue. With Washington, I must throw it away. it yeah. was just they—they they were that bad, that poorly managed at that time. I think if he was there with Ron Rivera now, he might be talking about having an opportunity to starting job. They not might not have brought Finkelstein's doppel doppelganger in, had you know Haskins stuck around and had some more time with Rivera, who was running a tight ship. But yeah, you know it'll, it'll be interesting to see. But Jonathan Taylor, I'm not panicking on. You know, depending, we'll have to see what happens at the quarterback position. But This is a guy with top five running back potential, if everything goes well. You know, the, I think the bigger hit is the offensive line, right? You know, a guard isn't as bad, I guess, is losing a tackle. Well, maybe it is to the interior running game. Sure it's probably is. much yeah. worse. So that's the one that concerns me more. If that's a five-week injury for him, you know, if he ends up being out 12 weeks or this thing lingers, that's where I have more concern. So you worry about the quarterback for the reception numbers and certainly the offensive line for the rushing numbers. So it's just kind of weird. In in Indy, tighten that up a little bit. Five to 12 weeks, really? That's just lazy.
0: Yeah, it sounds like the NHL, a
1: lower body injury <laughs> lower body upper injury. body injury. Well, Out indefinitely. <laughs>
0: yeah. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's basically what it is. You're right. But, um, you know, you get to the Colts. Um, y- you talk about Quentin Nelson. That is, I mean, it's foot surgery. Yeah, like you said, it's five to 12 weeks. I mean, they don't really say, what, was it Liz Frank? What was it? I, I, don't, I don't even think know.
1: They did a broken bone in the foot. I don't know which one it was. Right. But, you know, anything in a foot. What did you hear to say? Wences went back to college. Couldn't have. Couldn't. Or high school, yeah. We couldn't have done something about that, you know. Like that year he was off with the AC. Yeah. I mean, maybe, hey, while you're down there, you know. Yeah. Check this out, will you? <laughs> but yeah. This is broke too. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me get. Uh, That's not chaos and disorder, so. uh But anyway, is there noise coming out of your microphone? I I had it perfect, and then he you was sat bad down. That's what it was. Put, put your face up. There. Check. There yep. it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's nothing coming out of yours. Are you going to get your act together? Actually, I think oh, billions going speaking up what I'm saying. Uh, so did he he you tries. turn
1: yours off again?
0: Yeah. Anthony, I did I not. I want to talk
1: to you. Now listen. Don't walk away from me when I We're I'm just going to let this to play you. out to make sure you're you done banging around over there. The- <laughs>
0: it's funny every time anyway. <laughs> so. You off <laughs> <What is> the- <laughs> kid. <Son> of a <laughs>
1: <laughs> Never gets old.
0: What do you think of James Conner? Already has a toe injury. I
1: think James Conner always has an injury. Exactly, it's a shame. I love the kid. I I I do too. Guy, it's you know everybody's trying to hype him up. Yeah, he's the number two running back, and what's going to be a good offense. He's going to have to have a limited role, or injury is going to force him to have a more limited role than we want him to. It, it's just that simple. I don't even want to talk about him, other than is a is a handcuff there, a late round. If you're one of those zero RB maniacs, you know, in the if you're drafting him before the 14th round, I think you're insane.
0: No doubt. Well, I 14th
1: mean, was an exaggeration. Probably I 11 mean, or let Chase job. Period. Yeah, yeah.
0: They, they, let, let's just face facts. Um, they didn't let Kenyon Drake gr- go. Thinking, Nor okay, did they let him grow. Yeah, yeah. They, they didn't yeah. let him grow either, that's for sure. But they didn't let him go and then think, okay, let's bring in James Conner because he's yeah. going to be a yeah. stud. Like he's going right? to yeah. yeah, no. Yeah, I just uh, yeah. I don't it's think going to be that guy. You want to play some Factor Fiction? I love Factor Fiction because you know why? One fact is we invented this damn game and CBS
1: stole it from they us. They did. One fiction is, they said it's theirs. Well, they, they lie. We should call them out. We should sue them. Intellectual property. So. Let's bring
0: Ian Rappaport on and just torture him. Isn't he oh, is CBS? he the one who
1: stole it? I don't know. I thought he was NFL Network. He could. It be. doesn't matter. Don't, yeah. no, we don't like Ian. It's time. Either. The game sweeping the world. It's fact. Or fiction. or fiction. I'm ready. All right. So here we go, Rick. We're going to go through just sort of. All around the world, old school style, fact or fiction. No theme, no nothing, just some fun. And really, we got a half hour to kill, and this is an easy way to do it. I've always said that. Oh, that's a fact. I, I get what you did <laughs> there now. I, I, uh, yeah, yeah. I just thought you were over there preemptively slamming the button. knowing. No, if I was doing
0: that, you know what button I would hit.
1: There you go. All right, Rick. Here we go. Fact or fiction? Yes. This is finally the year that Joe Mixon lives up to all the hype. Whew. Oh man! Oh, you're you're gonna, you're getting burned
0: again. I don't know if I'm going to jump on his bandwagon, but I, look, Joe Mixon has all the talent. and Work. It seems like he's been in the league for a hundred years, <laughs> doesn't it? And he's like twenty five yeah. or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, I really think that. Cincinnati could actually be a dangerous offense this year. I mean, they've got a great wide receiving core. If Joe Mixon can just play ten games, well, I know that's a stretch. But first of no, all, that's a stretch,
1: and second of all, that doesn't live up to an no. ADP of thirteen no, overall. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. Ten's probably a realistic number, though. If this was over under, you know, I might push on that. I think that's where he ends up. You're you're right. I mean, but you know. You and I have
0: talked about this over the years. I hate to label somebody injury prone when they're that young, but do you really want to recommend to like people listen to the show or fantasy fans, yeah, go ahead and take Mixon, you know, over whoever you know, you you pick somebody, you know, a Chubb or somebody like that. Because, well,
1: certainly not over a Chubb. Well, you though. know,
0: I'm just trying to think of somebody that's a, a a stud bell cow running back. And you just can't do that because it's so uncertain. And we'll get into, like, the ranking show later on because I'm like you. Um, it's hard to put him up there in that. And what would you say he was? RB? What?
1: RB, 13.
0: RB, 13?
1: Yeah, RB, 13, overall, 21.
0: I guess that's not bad, really.
1: Well, let's play the game. Okay. Mixon, Antonio Gibson. Gibson. Mixon, Edwards-Alaire.
0: Gun to my head. Please. I'll gamble with Mixon.
1: All right. Mixing DeAndre Swift, mixing, mixing Dobbins, mixing. All right, so he's slotted about right for you. I think take I take Swift so. over him. I think I certainly take Gibson over him. I take Najee Harris over him. Edwards hilarious. You didn't so ask me Harris. I'm probably about in the same. I take
0: Harris too. Yeah,
1: so I'm probably about in the same place. Here's a problem. I just don't know how much he plays football. It really just comes down to that. I'm. If I'm on that 11-12 turn, which is, what, well, 17 overall, you're getting into mid-second round. Yeah. I'd probably take that chance there. I, I do. I, I don't like it. I'm still nervous about it. I'm uncomfortable with it, but i probably do it.
0: We have uh, Billy Gibbons over here with a smirk on his face. Oh. He's just dying to say something. Oh, well, please. Joe Mixon out today's
1: practice with an ankle injury.
0: Well, yeah, that's okay. timely. Dobbins. Um,
1: Dobbins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here we go again. Yeah. so that, that answers the question. So, you so you're going to be wrong, Rick, but I am very definitively saying that's fiction. Hey, let's stay in Cincinnati. I think I then. changed my vote. No, you don't get to do that. <laughs> this isn't Chicago. So, fact or fiction, Rick, Jamar Chase is the best fantasy wide receiver in Cincinnati. Let's stay in Cincinnati. I want T. Higgins. I was stunned by that. Jamar Chase is highest at ADP at twenty four, so that's a wide receiver too. Now, real close behind him is Higgins at twenty nine, and then Boyd at thirty seven. Look, Jamar Chase is a great college football player. He's obviously going to have that rapport with Joe Burrow, but man, we've seen it with T. Higgins. He he was on the rise last year, before especially before Burrow went down, and then still put together. Stays healthy. Tyler Boyd I love. He's he, tough. In, in, yeah, And the value you can get him at at 37. You're talking wide receiver 37. I will take that all day. I agree. But, but Chase, I know the the narrative has changed on rookie wide receivers in recent years, and for good reason. You know, look at the Justin Jefferson. Look at T. Higgins last year. These guys are changed, but... T. Higgins going into year two. Jamar Chase, I'm going to have to see it before, especially at 24. That stuns me. If we were in the 30s you know, and we could debate which one goes first, both in the 30s, fine. But wide receiver 24 seems nuts to me. I agree. Nuts. All right, Rick. Fact or fiction, Saquon Barkley returns to his 2018 form. Why do you react so? Well, if you recall, I had Saquon Barkley in the Scott Fish Bowl. Yeah.
0: Last year, I had Saquon Barkley in our League of Consequence
1: last year. Um, in other words, you're just a terrible fantasy owner. <laughs> I'm a curse is what I am.
0: But I won't have him this year.
1: Oh, so he's going off. So, so he'll go <laughs> now, off Now, this is the fantasy analysis yards. you come to the, the <laughs> asylum for.
0: No, I mean, I think the Giants are much improved, quite frankly. And, I, I'm look, the, the guy got injured. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, he's injury prone. He had an injury last year. And, and that's just the way it is. He's got all the talent in the world. We know this. Um, you have to take him. Look, I have him right now behind only uh, McCaffrey,
1: Cook, and Zeke. That's it. Okay, so that's interesting. You have Zeke above him. I do, but you have do have him above Kamara.
0: No, not with the state of the Saints right now. I, I, then
1: yes, you do have him excuse above. Excuse me. Kamara. Yes, I. So you have just him want to above. say no to anything I say without well, even freaking listening?
0: Basically, yes. But thank you. Um,
1: yeah, that that's where I have. He makes me nervous. Obviously, coming off this injury, right? It was an injury shortened twenty nineteen. Although he had a really good twenty nineteen up until the injury, it was late. Right? He lost twenty twenty. An ACL happens. It happened early enough in the year where one has to assume he's going to be fine going into this year. But he still, you get nervous and you start thinking. Obviously, McCaffrey and Cook. You know, that's nobody's debating either of those. And then you get into the questions, right? It's you know. Yeah, I'm surprised. Zeke, you know, that's interesting. Most people don't have him that high. Barkley's in that conversation. Kamara logically should be the next one. But you're right. I have those same questions with the Saints. I just don't know. As I choked to death over here, I just don't know what. (laughs) That's about the third time you've wished death on me today. (laughs) And as a man, you know, coming off of his birthday a couple of days ago who turned into his mid 90s, you shouldn't be pushing death onto people. Can you see me? In my mid Oh, mid-90s. God, here we go. Here comes the prime BS again. Alejandro? Special prime. There we go. Thank you. That that was unacceptable. We're, we're not going to do that anymore. We're just not. No. So you're going to set it and forget it. What I have the number three pick in the in the League of consequence, right? right? Should I take Saquon Barkley there? Um, Who's ahead of me? Is anybody ahead of me going to do something stupid?
0: I can't see. Because I'd like McCaffrey. to see Dalvin Cook I, I cannot fall to see. Me. I, yeah. Are you ahead of me? No. I'm number one. Oh,
1: it's, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah you, it is. Not even you can F that It's up. him and
0: Tonelli. It's McCaffrey and Cook. Yeah,
1: so they're going to go. <laughs> oh, right. It's going to stay in the right so, order.
0: <laughs> it's either Zeke or Barkley or Kamara. It's got to yeah, be, right?
1: Yeah, it's, and it's really dial- – maybe Zeke's the safe play, though. Love that Dallas offense yeah. right now. I don't know. Well, we don't. We don't have to bore everybody with that right now, Rick. Facts yeah, only fantasy implications. So why bore him with it? Exactly. Fact or fiction? James Robinson repeats his 2020 success. Sounds like Mitch is getting <laughs> yeah, a little upset yeah, upstairs like getting, there, getting ornery <laughs> up above us there.
0: I think, I think James Robinson ever, is – look, the, the guy is coming off a great year, and all of a sudden they're writing him off as a bum. Um, will it be as um,
1: – Neighbor let a dog in here. <laughs> well, it's Mitch's dog. <laughs> Stupid Mitch. <laughs> Go tell him that. <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> damn it. Damn it. Damn I don't it, think his workload is going to be as high only because there's so much hype on NTM. But I don't know. I, li- I like James Robinson. I think he's going to be very significant back in that Jacksonville backfield.
1: I think he's going to be significant. My problem is. He was kind of a throwback last year, right? Let, let me clarify.
0: If you say if he is he going to repeat now, what is his ADP? Do you happen to have that oh, pulled up?
1: Well, of course I do. Oh, actually, no, I don't. Oh, thanks. I have his stats from last I'm year. Sure, if you I'm want sure that. our producer. No, has I have it, it right here. Up. Running back 24, 62nd overall. Running back twenty four is all that matters.
0: Twenty four, I think. He's a absolutely. starting running back. Absolutely.
1: James Robinson, Javante Williams.
0: Mm, I didn't Robinson. ask you to marry me. Robinson,
1: Daryl Henderson.
0: Um, now Henderson.
1: Chase Edmonds. Edmonds. Raheem Mostert. Robinson. Melvin Gordon. Gordon. Michael Carter.
0: <sighs> Robinson.
1: Fournette. Push. You can't push. Fournette. All right. I think so, he's better than Jones. So I, I think that's the point. I think on ADP, he's going a little high. Here's my concern with him. I agree. He, he played great. But he was – you talk about a workhorse, yeah. right? I mean, he just really – he had the ball in his hand constantly. Surprisingly, I look back, I was surprised. Even more targets than I thought. He had 60 targets, caught 49 of them. So in a PPR, he's got more value there. That's what I'm worried about him losing. Right, because right. he was you know, a little over four yards a carry. What would he have, 1,070 yards? He was kind of a grinded out, right? He was like a 20-carry, 95, 100, 105-yard guy, got in the end zone plenty of times. And he was on a team that's going, that was worse than probably what they're going to be this year. Right, well, certainly. Yeah. What I worry about now, you got a, a quarterback in Lawrence who's mobile. He's going to want to get the ball down the field. He's going to run the ball plenty himself. That's what he's done. He's not a running quarterback by any stretch, but he did a lot of that at Clemson. He may have to. Yeah, when you play on a (laughs) god-awful team and you're a rookie quarterback and you can move, you tend to do so both out of necessity and out of fear. And then you bring in a, a, a dynamic playmaker like an ETN. I just don't know that there's enough volume left there for James Robinson to be a top 24 fantasy running back. Does he have value? Absolutely, 100%. And, and, he, and could be, he could be awful in the pros. He's a small guy, I don't know. You know, Is he Darren Sproles? I, I don't have any idea. I don't know, he's not Darren Sproles no. small, is he? But you, you get where I'm going. <laughs> Maybe he washes completely out. I just don't see that offense, at least in the beginning, Two things, you I don't see that offense running through a James Robinson like it did last year, where they just wanted to grind it out with him. Right. And number two, you got you a college coach now, and you got yeah. a hot college running quarterback and a hot new college running back, and they're. I, I just wonder how that's going to work. And I'll tell you yeah. another I thing. I worry about Rob. There's a lot of hype out there. While we're on Jacksonville of Chenault, yeah,
0: I still love Chark. That guy is solid. He runs great routes. And, you know, I I wouldn't dismiss either one of these guys. I think this offense is something to to look at going into 2021. Keep your eye on training camp, like you said, with the running backs and so forth, and make your own decisions where you have them ranked. But I think there's going to be plenty of, of Jacksonville Jaguars that should be on fantasy teams as opposed to the last couple of years.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. yeah it would hope. be nice to have somebody down there. You <laughs> don't got to listen to this rube talk about Gardner Minshew all year. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Rick. Fact or fiction? A top twenty-four fantasy running back will emerge from the pile of mediocrity in Buffalo.
0: They don't need a top 24 running back in Buffalo. They've got Josh Allen. They've got great receivers. He can run. All they have to do is be enough, and, and there's two of them, with Moss and Singletary, to keep them honest. That's all they need to do. There's not going to be a top Twenty-four running back in Buffalo, and the
1: real problem from a fantasy perspective is, you know, I was ready to have the debate, and we could do shows on it, you know, every week because it seems to change between Singletary and between Moss. All the hype coming out of camp, albeit early, but even mini camp, is Matt Breida. Who even knew Matt Breida went to Buffalo? Oh yeah, I, been... I knew that. But I, I didn't know yeah. that till about a month, a week ago. You know what I mean?
0: Oh. Not to change the subject, real quick, real quick. Remember we talked about Lovey Smith last week? Yeah. He got fired at Illinois last year after seven games. He is now defensive coach uh, with the Houston Texans. Well,
1: it seems so to be where people – We just got to keep following Lovey. <laughs> you follow Lovie. Yeah. Every... Does he they still have a sweet gray beard? Yes. He didn't shave yet? No, it's Good. rocking. Good. That's an awesome yeah, gray beard. If once I go completely gray, I'm gonna grow a beard, except good. I can't get any hair right here, so I look weird. I look You're kind of balmy like me. I could I think it's in well we won't have that No. that's for chaos go ahead, and disorder. Buffalo. But Breed is what worries me, right? So I think you feed all three of these guys. To your point, you got Josh Allen. That's what their offense is going to be. All three very different skill sets. Zach Moss was kind of building up some hype. I was getting getting pumped up for Zach Moss. But I think Breed just crushes the whole thing from a fantasy standpoint. Yeah. So I think all three worth rostering late, but it's that's going to be important. Late, bi-week replacement, maybe one goes down, you know, something like that. There could be something there, but but you can't count on it. Goes through it all. Allen, it goes through Diggs, it goes through Crazy Cole,
0: and everybody else is just kind of pieces.
1: Are you going to draft? This isn't a factor. fiction, Are you going to draft? As I look at ADP, are you going to draft Stephon Diggs as the number two wide receiver this year? Yeah, man. You think so? You, you buy it that much? You bet. You really do. You Ahead betcha. of DeAndre Hopkins.
0: Um. Yeah, I think so. I think I think so.
1: Boy, Diggs is just – he was at – look, it's a very different situation, Solid right? Minnesota, yeah. Solid Minnesota, and he's the guy in Buffalo. Yeah, boy, I just have a hard time with that. I'm sorry, he's, he's third at three right now. I forgot about Devontae Adams. So, clearly, it, oh, okay. it's yeah. Hill, Adams, then Diggs, you know, DK. Okay,
0: you go – okay, you have a first pick at wide receiver. Do you take Hill or do you take Adams now that you know Rogers is playing? Because me, it's still Adams.
1: Yeah, I think so, and I think you may see that ADP flip a little bit maybe, now yeah. that we get Rodgers in camp. Right. And I, I would think so. I'd probably take Adams first. Though I tell you, I might take Hopkins first. I really might. I tell you what, we, we, yeah, um, it's very tight up at top. You, you
0: throw digs in that mix. Uh, Michael Thomas, obviously, out of that conversation. But those four... You could throw them in a hat and make a I, case for any of them. I
1: think so. Yeah. And I, it, it really is, and I I wouldn't argue with you on, on any of them. Right. All right, Rick. Let's. Uh, what time is it? Eh, maybe one or two more, Rick. All right. All right. Fact or fiction? The Titans' offense will be dynamic and enou- enough to justify the following ADPs. So I've got a list. Okay. So fact or fiction? The Titans' offense is good enough to justify Derek Henry at number three overall. AJ Brown at 25 over. I'm not done yet. Well,
0: you can't. You got to do them individually. No.
1: Okay. Listen. Stop. Stop. Collaborate and listen. What if I said AJ no.
0: Brown's perfect, Derrick Henry
1: isn't, and so forth? How do I ding or, or yeah. buzz? You just want to push the damn button. <laughs> I, I, I understand My, it. So go ahead push a couple buttons, and okay. then I'll finish the question. Good. You got any oh, more? Yeah. yeah. I'm just about that action, boss. All right. all right. Now, here's the point of the question. I'm going to give you a list okay. of players, all of which, <laughs> hey. and if you'd have listened instead mm-hmm. of just looking for buttons to smash, you'd have understood <laughs> where I was going okay. with it. We used to have this unspoken chemistry, but seems no longer because you just like to get drunk and push buttons. I'm not drunk. I'm angry. Here was the point of the question. I was okay. going to give you a list of several players. Give me a list of the players. Damn it. Let me finish. <laughs> okay several players with really high ADPs and wanted your thoughts on if the Titans offense could possibly be dynamic enough to collectively support those ADPs. Are you with me now? Yeah. So let's try this again. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go back to the beginning. I'm ready. It's time for Fact or Fiction. Of course, he's pushing buttons over there.
0: (laughs) I wanted to get those. Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it.
1: All right. The Titans' offense will be dynamic enough, Rick, to justify the following ADPs. Derrick Henry at three overall. A.J. Brown at 25 overall, wide receiver eight. Julio Jones, 40 overall, wide receiver 14. And Ryan Tannehill at number 75 overall, quarterback 10. You think that offense is going to be that good? I
0: think it. It's certainly talented enough, and of course, everything always, you know, relies on health of the line, of the backs, and so forth. But if everything stays intact, absolutely, I, I think this. Forget the Colts. Forget the Jags. Forget the Texans. They are going to walk away with this division, and. Derrick Henry has already proven he is an elite back. Right. Okay. Yeah, granted, in PPR, he may not be like a top three, but we're talking about um, maybe overall. Well, no, I, I still think with with if he stays healthy with the rushing yards and the touchdowns he can obtain, yeah, I mean, I think he could certainly be that type of a back.
1: Oh well, there's no question. No question, Derek Henry. We we know we can split the wide receivers, him. That's where certainly. the question comes in.
0: I, I, I think for the me. wide receivers can too, uh, because Tannehill has proven he can fling it. He can run. He I mean, he's a pretty good field general. I have no problems with any of these guys.
1: So they are that dynamic, and Ryan Tannehill is that good of a quarterback.
0: And, he, and they've got six games that they should cruise through
1: okay yeah which means they'll lose two of them that's just the way the nfl yeah, works and
0: one will be jacksonville to yeah, be to yeah. houston oh, the, <laughs> do they
1: play jacksonville on thursday yeah. probably they'll lose in that in london game. right but two wide receivers in the top 15 along with what we all agree is one of the two or three best running backs in the game maybe i'm slow to come around on ryan Tannehill. You may, because him is wide receiver ten. I'd hop or quarterback ten. I'd hop all over that. Do you remember fine. whatever how many years
0: ago it was when he was in Miami, a very young quarterback? Both you and I were saying how good this kid was, right? And Adam GaSe basically destroyed him, and everybody were was ready to throw him out with the bathwater. But then all of a sudden he goes to Tennessee, and now he's starting to be that quarterback. Well,
1: history is littered with the carcasses of talented NFL players that Adam Gase has murdered their (laughs) career. I mean, that's just – But the point is, he is
0: resurgent
1: and – proving it i just think that's bold here's why you you look look at the teams with the top running backs here here's what i'm hung up on and we got to get out of here and i I don't want to belabor this too what do you mean i'm fake news yeah i didn't even make my point yet
0: well your points are always fake news all
1: right so you look at other teams with with top running backs let's look at the carolina panthers okay we can support one great great wide receiver you don't see two now they don't have the quarterback let's look at minnesota okay Justin Jefferson.
0: Yeah, and Adam Thielen. And they had Diggs and Thielen two years before that.
1: Yeah. Okay, that's a, that's a fair example. Okay. So, man, I don't, I'm just going to throw New Orleans out right now because I don't know who's going to play quarterback, who's going to play wide receiver. receiver. Exactly. I don't know. All yeah. I know is Alvin Kamara is going to be running around like an idiot back there. You, know, you look at Saquon Barkley. He doesn't have a lot of – I just – to have two running backs in the top 15 – I understand what you're saying. With that running back is tough. But when you bring up like McCaffrey, Carolina stinks. You bring up Barkley, the Giants
0: stink. You know, Minnesota was the exception because they were a pretty good team. I think Tennessee is going to be a really good team. I just think they have that opportunity that if there's a team that can do that, that's one of them. Yeah.
1: Basically, I brought up all of that. I'm saying all that to say I'm avoiding Julio Jones this year, at least at that ADP. You know, 40 yeah. overall, you're getting into what? The early fourth round.
0: True. There,
1: there, there's guys I would rather have it, at that draft slot, at the 40th position.
0: I'm going to have to go along with you on that.
1: As you should. That is just succinct, sage advice, is no, really actually, all it is. Actually,
0: it's, you know, me being. You know, an honest person where you actually came up with a reasonable point.
1: Because I mean, let's look at the guys behind him. Robert Woods, I'm smashing Definitely Robert Woods, Woods over yep. him. Okay, Amari Cooper, smashing Amari Cooper. I worry about his injury.
0: I, I do too. That yeah. he bothers me a little bit. But
1: then here we go. L- listen to this list as we go on. Then okay. Chris Godwin, smashing Godwin, Godwin over Julio Jones. Adam Thielen, who you just brought up. Thielen. Cooper Cup. Cup. Tyler Lockett.
0: Um uh, that's close.
1: Yeah, DJ Moore. Close. Yeah, so now now we're in that now realm. Yeah. There's about five or six guys I'm gonna right. take over. So over if Julio I mean, at if things spot.
0: fall right, it's
1: possible, but you're probably right, it's probably not likely. Yeah. Right. All right. Well let's get out of here. I've had enough fantasy talk, so make sure you check it out. We'll be back next Friday. Right here, same time, same channel. Check out everything at Chaos in Disorder on Twitter. Maybe we can kidnap somebody next week for a couple days. There we go. Reach out and touch the show where the bathing bathing suit covers at AsylumFantasySports.com and AsylumFootball at Gmail.com. And, of course, don't miss Tuesday night's Chaos in Disorder, just like this show, only with fun and entertainment. You'll like that much more unless you're one of these stat geeks. Until next time, we'll see you. Indubitably. Take care. Is that actually a word, indubitably? Of course it is, you dolt. Was it like an old man word or a word word? No, it's a English word. Like?
0: <laughs> like that, the fantastic.
1: Now you're just saying words?
0: Well, is it a word? Words,
1: yes. You know, it's...